The following program has been paid for by TD Touchpoints. The opinions expressed are not necessarily those of KFYI or iHeartMedia. This is the Carol Royce Real Estate Radio Show on News Talk 550 KFYI. Hey, welcome everybody. This is Carol Royce and I am with you every single weekend. And wow, what a beautiful, beautiful October afternoon. And Joshua, it's not 115 outside. <laughs> I know, it's beginning to feel like an Arizona fall. <laughs> yeah, it, just don't say it's beginning to feel a lot like Christmas. I don't think we're ready for <laughs> I'm that. I'm not ready, even though I know some of the stores are starting to shift that way. I know they are. And hey, Vicki, how are you today? I'm doing awesome. That's right. So here, the purpose of our show is we're going to be talking about our local Arizona real estate market and you know uh, I on the radio in the newspaper no matter where you are even on uh, the local news it's talking about a real estate market and people are scratching their head and they're thinking what is going on well let's talk about that today let's let's just talk about what's going on so Vicki a couple of things are going on number one we have more homes on the market than we've had in quite a long time that's right. We absolutely do. More homes on the market. And then, Josh, there's that other elephant in the room. And what is that? <laughs> the interest rates. The interest rates have gone up. And so when you take the uh, increase in interest rates, which are now somewhere in the high sixes, low sevens, depending mm-hmm. on what kind of loan you're going for, uh, you know, that's giving buyers interest rate shock and payment shock, actually, Josh. Definitely. I mean, if you compare the interest rates, you know, now versus a year and a half ago, if you were to have the exact same mortgage, I mean, your or a loan amount, your your mortgage now would be essentially, you know, double in some cases. So it's, yes. it's a hard pill for some buyers to swallow. So, Vicki, did you just hear what Josh said? If you were looking to buy a house in the first part of the year and interest rates were down in in the fours, high threes, mid, mid-range mid fours, and then you come in today, they're in the mid sixes, low sevens, you know, that is almost a doubling of your house payment. It can be, just depending yes. on what type of loan you do, mm-hmm. and there's different options out there. Mm-hmm. I do think that we're going to see some of the veterans when they go to sell their home. There's going to be some great assume with qualifying their ah, loans. So you mean that if you're a vet and you've got a loan, a VA loan on your house, now you would need another veteran to come and assume yeah, that loan. but another veteran could do that. Or if you were a vet and you weren't going to be buying another house, but you only get one shot at your certificate of eligibility. So if you allow your VA loan to be assumed, then you can't use your VA again. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure on that ruling. That's something mm-hmm. we need to leave up to the lenders. <laughs> but there, we're going to see some creative things happening out there. And there's quite a bit of vets that did get their loans in the 2% interest rate range. And so I think we're going to start to see some of that creative stuff come back on the market. Well, we are. And we, and, and we already are. And, and the other thing, too, that we're beginning to see is we're beginning to see where home sellers are, are offering to pay a little bit toward the buyer's closing costs. We're seeing a few more. We call those concessions, Josh? Yeah. I mean, when I first started my real estate sales um, career, concessions were pretty common. But then after we got into the markets in 2020, uh, 21, you never really saw them because there was so much, you know, 
buyer demand and low inventory, but now concessions and negotiations seem back on the table. Well, let's talk about what are concessions. Oh, Our listeners may right. not know right. that if they haven't bought a home in a while. So you're going to have things like your lender closing fees if you're doing financing. You're going to have title company fees, escrow fees. So that's kind of what the concessions are. So when you buy a home, you have your down payment and then you have your closing cost, which are the kind of the back end fees. And so many times we were seeing where buyers would come in and say, we want the seller to pay 3% of our closing costs, 2% of our closing costs, or a flat amount of closing cost. And then that kind of all went away, Josh, the last mm-hmm. few years, right? During COVID. And now it's back. It's back. It's back. And, you know, um, and many of our sellers, because they had such a huge run up in appreciation. So their equity position, mm-hmm. if they've owned their home for three years or more, many of them, Vicki, have had a huge run up in appreciation of that home. And so they're looking at that appreciation and they're going, all right, in order to get my home sold, uh, maybe I could offer the buyer a concession. That That's one option for a home seller. Yeah, because with these concessions, buyers can do a myriad of things, but if they are buying down the interest rate, that may make the home more affordable and appealing to them. So we've definitely seen a lot more agents advertise that on the MLS with consent mm-hmm. of the seller. Right. Um, and it's been interesting to see. Like you said, sellers have had tremendous equity these past couple of years had they held onto their home and not done a refi. Um, so they might have some some equity there to play with and be creative. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. But you know, Vicki, I'd like to say this. We're still selling houses. We e- are. Even, even with, you know, even with uh, everything that's going on out there in the world, the high gas prices, the, you know, the high interest rates, we're still selling houses because one of the things we know, people move. Your your situation, your life changes and, and, and you move. If you have a new baby, if, if you're going to go into a, a, a smaller house or assisted living, uh, you know, many, 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 many reasons. If you're in a two-story and you need a single level, if you're in a single level, Josh, and you want a Mm two-story. So there are many, many, many reasons that people put their homes on the market. And we are still selling homes with the Carol Race team. Definitely. Um, Whatever phase of life you're in, if you need to buy or sell real estate, we're here for you. We'll listen to your story and figure out what your needs are so we can make that happen. Well, I just met with one of our listeners and they said, you know, we feel like we missed the market, but we still want to sell right now. And when we broke it all down and we talked about where the value range would be for their home if they sold it and what their return would be, they were shocked what their seller proceeds. They said, you know, we just bought this home in the last five, six years. And they said, we can't believe that this house has more than doubled. Yes. And so when we did the net sheet and then what they've paid down, they were shocked at how much equity they had in their home and how much they would actually put in their bank account when they sold the house. And so that's sometimes what people don't realize. They forget to look at that. They forget to look at the big picture. And so that's why I think we're still seeing a lot of folks that are saying, you know what, I'm going to live my life. I'm going to go out. Interest rates might be a little higher today than what they have been in the past, but we want to buy that beautiful custom luxury home, or we want to downsize into the condo because the kids have moved and we want to go travel or buy a second home somewhere else. So we're still seeing every day people calling into Carol Ray's team wanting to buy and sell real estate. 
Well, and here's the thing, too. I think that when we were in such a heavily appreciating market, you know, it was really exciting to say, look, my house keeps appreciating month by month if you're taking a look and waiting to that, that high of the market. But realistically, anything you had to buy on the back end or on the, the next house is going to be equally mm-hmm. as expensive in go. many cases. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It seems to me like it was a wash for a lot of people. They were putting that equity right back in. Now, at least there's a little bit more negotiations on the table. So it could, in fact, be a wiser time to move. Right. So let's go ahead and talk luxury. You guys ready? We are ready. So all data is compiled from the Arizona Regional Multiple List Service, servicing Maricopa and Pinal counties. This is this week's luxury report. Currently, there's 1,947 luxury homes for sale priced from $1 million to a high of $55 million. Oh my gosh, $55 million. I'd love to know more about that. Tune in <laughs> next week and we'll give you the lowdown. The current average price luxury home for sale right now, $2.4 million, with days on market averaging 85 days creeping for up. those listed it's for sale. It's creeping homes. up, yes. If we take a look at the under contract in escrow, there's 667 luxury homes priced from $1 million to a high of just under $15 million. The current average price in escrow right now, $2.14 million, with days on market averaging 76 days. Now let's take a look at what closed escrow in our MLS since last week's show. Because you know, Josh and Carol, last week we reported a low number, I thought. But this week, I've got to say, the numbers are back up there okay. and they're healthy and strong again. So we had 118 luxury homes closed in our MLS just since last week's show. Closed escrow priced from 950000 to a high of $4.5 million. So we've had some great sales there. The current yearly average price sold luxury home in our valley is $1.88 million, with average days on market 49 days for the yearly average. Since the first of the year, we've had 4,696 luxury homes close escrow, highest price $28.1 million. Boy, Josh, it's going to be exciting when that $55 million house does close, <laughs> isn't it? That's just going to... Vicki, your, your, your averages are going to be a little skewed there. Yeah. I mean, we'll just have to see yeah. um, and track that one. Then if we take a look at the $1.5 million and above properties, homes, these were listed at $1.5 million and above um, that closed since the first of the year. We had 2,204 of those homes close escrow. The average price point, $2.64 million, and the average days on market, 59 days. So the luxury market still seeing strong numbers. Even though people might be looking at their stock portfolios and different things and going, oh my gosh, I feel like I've lost a lot of money because I'm hearing that, we're still seeing the strong market going on. And is it because people are relocating here or is it people just want to make a move into something different? Not yeah, sure. and I think it's I think it's a combination of many many things, uh, but but that is so interesting. But you can see that our days on market have crept up mm-hmm. to eighty five days. That is still within the realm of of being in a seller's market, and so we're still in a seller's market as far as our high end market goes. But 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 what that means for you, the buyer, is there is a softening in that market, meaning that sellers are just a little more negotiable now than they might have been seven, eight months ago? I would say so. I mm-hmm. mean, I know that on the most recent Cronford report we listened to, there's some zip codes that are still performing in a, a balanced or if not a buy or seller's market, um, a heavy one like we've been in the past two years. Right. So it just varies, I think, on product and neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, there certainly could be a little more room for negotiations. 
um, and things are moving. I mean, it's not. Um, I think a lot of sellers think that we're in this crazy downturn. Um, but no, it's definitely still a balanced or seller's market. In some I of those agree. Mm-hmm. areas, yes. Mm-hmm. Hey, you have been listening to the Carol Race Real Estate Show. Josh, Vicki, and I are here with you every single Sunday afternoon. And this is a fabulous October afternoon. And Vicki, there's no other place we'd rather be than here talking with you, our listeners, and sharing information on our local Arizona market. That's right. We're going to be right back after the short break. Give us a call, 480-776-5231, or go to carolhasthebuyers.com. We We'd love to hear from you. Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is Carol Royce, and of course, Vicki and I are here with you every single Sunday afternoon. And I must say, Vicki, what a beautiful October afternoon this is. It is. It's Absolutely an awesome gorgeous. Sunday afternoon. And, and for those of you listening, you're obviously not watching the Cardinal games. Well, hey. I've got it on back here. You can't see it, but on my iPhone. You know, one of the things, Vicky, you live on a you live on a beautiful man-made lake out in Chandler, and you've got a pontoon boat. So later this afternoon, we're going to go on that boat, and we're going to ride around the lake, and we're going to watch the ducks, and it's going to be fun. Oh, we are. We are. I'm just <laughs> okay. putting you on notice. Hey, today we have Ramon Espinosa with us. He is with Amerifirst Financial, and. You know, we talked about those VA loans and being assumable. And what I said, Vicki, if you can recall, I said, you know, if you're a vet and you've got a VA loan on your house and you allow it to be assumed by a non-vet or anybody out there, you would lose your your eligibility. Well, Ramon, I think I misspoke just a little bit on that. So let's just talk about that briefly. And then I want to move on to some other subjects. Great. So VA has developed a program where if you're, let's say you bought the first house at 300000 Okay. And we're talking about Maricopa County. So because your entitlement is up to the conforming loan limit, which today is 700000 Okay. That means a veteran can get, un- even if it's assumed, he has another eligibility for 400000 okay. to equal that seven hundred with no down payment. Now, he can also go above 700000 but then you have a small formula of a down payment. Okay. It's still a lot less than conventional or jumbo. Very so good. So very good benefit to the veteran. Are you seeing many vets take advantage of their VA? No, and it's I know it's it. Sad. I wonder why they don't. It's such a wonderful thing. There's over 450,000 vets in mm-hmm. Arizona. Okay. And- we, we're just not reaching out to them or we're not letting them know about their benefit or they just don't know. So I, if you're a veteran listening to our show today, you can qualify for a VA loan. you got to have good credit. I mean, you've got to qualify, right, Ramon? Correct. Uh, but up to 700000 in a loan amount. That is absolutely fabulous, Vicki. And again, you can go higher than that, yes, but there's yes. that formula Ramon was talking about. I just had some clients that we represented at the Carol Race team, and I would say that they were probably somewhere between 65 and 70 years old. And he said to me, out of all these years of owning homes, we've never used my VA before and he actually used his VA and said, I was always told it was going to be difficult, harder process. And he said, It's not. Why didn't I use this years ago? Right, right. So I think that's yeah. what's out there sometimes Absolutely. for the veterans. And to clarify, the 700000 is only if you have two loans. If you're buying the first home as a veteran, you can go up to $2 million with no down payment. So any of you vets out there, if you want to buy a $2 million home, I'm telling you what, 
Give me a call real quick. 480-776-5231. I don't want Vicky to hear that. But you can certainly call me Carol Royce. That is just awesome. You know, it's one way to say thank you, Ramon, to our vets who put it all on the line to go out and fight to keep us free. And, and that is a fabulous program. And again, veterans, you need to call Ramon. Ramon, what's the best number to get you? 602-738-6158. And you can call day or night or weekends on that number. That's very good. All right, so let's talk about a few other things having to do with with Vicky. You want to talk a little bit about buyers because p- the perception is is there aren't many buyers in the marketplace today. But I think that there's enough loan product out there to entice a buyer to get out of renting and to get into home ownership. Right. There are buyers out there. There's still buyers that are paying cash out there. We're there still are. selling homes to cash buyers. Then you have the buyers that, you know, are selling a home and they're going out and buying another home. And they're realizing that even though the market might have taken a dip for them, that they're making it up on the buy side. So we get those calls every day at the Carewise team where, hey, we want to make this lifestyle change. And then, you know, people are constantly getting into the market. We're still going to track and see how things go. I've talked about this before on the show. Um, And basically, we had a lot of folks relocate here from Washington, from Oregon, from California. And when they came here, there was not a lack of inventory. There was some of them decided to rent an apartment or a condo or a house. And now we're going to start tracking to see if we see an increase in those buyers where they say we don't want to be renters. We really want to buy and we wanted to buy in the first place. We believe a lot of them went into rentals around last September, October, November, December. When our so market was blazing hot. interesting yes. to see if they get out and buy homes. <laughs> That's right. So, Ramon, there's going to be some pent-up demand, is I think what Vicki is saying. The people that came into our state and just got bid out of these houses or thought the market, housing market was overheated and frenzied, and so they rented. And so they'll be coming out of those rentals soon. Absolutely. I talked to a buyer yesterday who was very frustrated with the making offers and making offers and losing, you know, 15 offers, 10 offers. Crazy. So now that market's shifted. Yes. And the buyers have some power now. And and the buyers haven't had power in a while. Right. So now it's a good time. Yes, the rates are high, but still, if you get out there, you might get a great deal. Right. Prices are going to go up next year. I think so, too. There's just too much equity in people's Mm -hmm. position Mm -hmm. for them to let go. Mm -hmm. And again, that's part of the misperception. Mm -hmm. Everybody's waiting for this crash. You know, it can't come if there's so much equity built in a house. It's not 2007. No. It's not 2008. This is different. People have equity. Homeowners have equity. So were you. Yes, I was. This (laughs) is different. Very different. It's definitely different with the amount of equity that folks have out there today. And just seeing you know, what's going on in the market and getting a pulse of the market. Again, if the interest rates didn't rise, we still would have that, you know, market that was going like it was in February and March and April. That market would still be happening today because in the United States, we are still in a shortage of housing, Mm -hmm. no matter how you put it. The the interest rates slowed the market. However, before that, we were in a shortage of housing. The builders still can't build enough homes, right? So until we get to that point where there's enough housing, but what we're seeing is a lot of generations. Carol and I sold a house this past week, one of our listeners' homes, 
And, you know, three generations are living in the That's house. That's right. Um, and we're seeing that more and more and more mm-hmm. with people relocating here with three generations living in a home. We didn't used to see that as often as we do today. No. And I think that's because people are just kind of saying, let's live together until things change in the real estate market, and then let's go out and we'll buy well, a Well, not only homes. the real estate market, Ramon, I think it. I think it's the economy, too. You know, this family that Vicki's talking about, it's, it's, it's the grandfather, his adult children, and grandchildren. And the grandchildren are students at the university. Okay, so so why have them live in dorms when it's so, so costly to do that? And so just for sense of economy, you, you, you people are beginning to do that. Yeah, they're combining their incomes. They're combining to, their incomes. To see if mm-hmm. they can afford today's life, mm-hmm. right? So it's really tough. But to Vicky's point, all these people that came here and rented, yes. they, they're renting for two reasons. One is the market, they couldn't find a house. But two, they didn't know exactly where they wanted to live. Well, there's some truth to that. Yeah. So now that they're going to know where they're going to mm-hmm. live, they've mm-hmm. gotten over the rate shock. Mm-hmm. They see the light at mm-hmm. the end of the tunnel mm-hmm. with rates coming down hopefully next year. So now they're coming out and saying, okay, now they have more options too, they more do. inventory. Sure. So they can be a little more selective. They don't have to scramble and maybe find the, their dream home. Well, I think that's very true. And Vicki, you made a really good point that if you sell your house for X, uh, you can go out and you're going to be able to negotiate a little more on that new house and, and that price will come down too. Right. So that's why when I actually meet with our listeners and we actually break it down and then we go out and we look at the next house, they go, you know what? We thought we missed the market, but really we didn't miss the market. And that's the whole point of this. So if you're buying another home, or you're relocating to another part of the country, I'm finding that those sellers are saying, we're okay. And at the end of the day, most sellers are okay because we're talking like, you know, you asked earlier um, about where people were when they, um, we were talking, I think on break, Carol, about if somebody bought a home just a few years ago, how much equity do they have? Well, let's just take Josh, for example. I remember Josh bought his first home about three years, maybe four years tops, right? Right. He paid two seventy eight for that right. house. Right. Today that house is worth it went as high as six hundred, but let's just say that it dropped and it's worth five seventy five to five fifty. <laughs> the kid is sitting on some serious equity. equity yes, in a three yes or four he doubled year. his money. And where could he have done that? No, you can't do that. Exactly. So if he were to sell that house today and go yeah. buy another house, even with rates up, he's still okay. And that's the moral of the story. And how young is Josh? Thirty. But, I don't have a 30-year-old, though. <laughs> <laughs> My point is he, he got ahead of the curve to to make money for himself by building wealth. Right. The way so you build true, wealth is equity, right? Right. Oh, we preached that when we preached <laughs> that one. Well, he was 26 when he bought the home. We preached that to our team and to our listeners. The fastest way to build wealth in, in the United States is through the ownership of residential real estate. Absolutely. It just is, Ramon, because we've seen we've seen what's happened with the equity. And, and even if prices begin to slow slow down, we're still going to see them rise. They might not raise 31% in a year, but they'll go up 7 to 10 to 12% in a year. It's not a lottery ticket? Yeah, it's not a lottery <laughs> you know, ticket. the crazy thing is, here we had the last two years where prices were just going up really fast. The last market I remember having that, 04, 05, right? Mm-hmm. The difference is, in 04 and 05, I think we were in the mid-sixes for our interest rates. When yeah. prices were going up pretty high. This last time when prices were going up high, 
people were getting loans in the twos and the threes Mm -hmm. and then the fours. So that's the difference. But we've been here before with interest rates. We've been here before. And And we know at the Carol Royce team, we (laughs) divorce those rates and go get a new one. And they're high, yeah. But we have options for you at the Carol Royce team. We have options. Uh, So pick up the phone. Give me a call. 480-776-5231. Hey, Ramon, uh, thank you so much for being on our show today. Would you come back and be on our next segment? Absolutely. And thank you for having me. It's totally my pleasure. Oh, very good. And Ramon is with AmeriFirst. And AmeriFirst is is one of the lenders, Vicki, that with the Carol Reese team, we love doing business with them. That's right. We're going to be right back after this short break. If you want to reach out to us, 480-776-5231. Or you can always go to carolhasthebuyers.com. We'll be right back. Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is Carol Royce, and today, uh, Vicki, we have Mr. Ramon Espinosa in studio with us. Hello, Ramon. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. It's a You're pleasure. so welcome. Now, Ramon, you are with AmeriFirst, and that is, a, that is a mortgage lending company, correct? Correct. 21 years. 21 years. And so, you know, everybody is interested in what in the world is going on in the crazy real estate market. And so, uh, you know what we do? We, we blame the lenders. <laughs> we should be blaming the feds, but, but whenever we can, we, we blame you, Ramon. So I'm so sorry. You, you did this to I us. I got right? big shoulders. I, you I got big shoulders. So let's just talk a little bit about what's going on in the mortgage business and, and with interest rates. And you know what I want you to do? I want you, if you're listening to us today, to hear that we do have options and that there is some good news out there and that there is some hope. So the world doesn't stop, Ramon, because an interest rate goes up. Correct. So we, the just, sun will come up tomorrow. The sun will come up tomorrow. And you know what? You you have a little saying that you're always saying around the office. And what is that? You marry one and divorce the you other. You marry the house and divorce the interest rate as fast as you can. You marry the house. So you love the house. You find a way to marry it. Plus, you lock in today's price. That's right. And then when the rates come down or get more favorable, you divorce your current interest rate and you go get another one. You always do common sense. If you're saving money, you spend the money to save the money. So if you can lower your rate by three quarters of a point to 1%, it's always recommended to refinance. Always, always, always think about that. Because you have a a 30-year loan doesn't mean that you have to keep that 30-year loan. Absolutely. Absolutely not. And here's the other thing. So, Ramon, I did a video out to our home sellers this week, and I talked about something that we call a 2-1 buy-down. Now, I'm a real estate agent, but I'm smart enough to know that if you can offer the buyer a lesser interest rate, many times that'll push them over the hill over the hump to be able to buy and afford that house. What is a 2-1 buy-down? So let's back up a little bit. Let's do Everybody it. that we've known for the last 10 years knows interest rates have been twos and threes. So the whole, gift from the gods, that's over. A whole generation. Yeah, it's over. Thank you, Merry Christmas, yep. Yep. all that stuff. But when you people, consumers start seeing fives and six and sevens, we freak out. So that's kind of been the breaks around here. So a 2-1 buy-down, for example, let's say the interest rate today is at 7. Okay. So for the first year, you're going to be at 5% for 12 months, 12 payments. Okay. The second year, 6% for 12 payments. And then the third year, 27 years, you're going to have that 7% rate. But here's the key. If the seller helps facilitate that cost yes. to the consumer, 
the the buyer didn't pay anything to get that five percent rate the first year. Okay, so Vicky, do you think that that would be attractive to many, not all buyers, but but to many of our, especially our first time buyers out there, if we if if they could get a first year rate at five percent instead of seven? Absolutely, it would help them. It would make a complete impact on their buying power because we know that interest rates impact whether somebody gets the home like let's say a first-time home buyer, whether they're going out of a condo into a single-family home or whether they're getting that, have to buy the home with a carport or the two-car garage or the home with the swimming pool or the third bedroom versus the two-bedroom home, right? So there's all kinds of things that happen when rates go up where the buying power changes for that buyer. Yeah, the buying power goes down. When the rate goes up, Ramon, the buying power goes down. So anything that a seller could do or offer to help that buyer out. Now, one of the things that Vicki points out, I I hear you do this a lot, Vicki, is you always remind the seller, what did you buy the house? What did you pay for that house? So maybe the house is on the market for $750,000. But when you look back, because they bought it five years ago, chances are they bought it for what price? Half a million dollars? 500000 it all depends. It all depends, it all depends what but market. Usually, usually. So if so if it's on the market today for seven fifty, and you look back at what price they bought it at, it could be four fifty, it could be five hundred thousand, it might be six hundred thousand. My point is, Ramon and Vicky, there is plenty of equity there, plenty of equity, and and our sellers have been blessed with all of this equity. So to give up a little bit of that equity to to be able to have that buyer have more buying power, and then make the offer on your house instead of the one down the street, that could really benefit a seller. Think about this. If you reduce the price, let's say from 600 to 575 that's mm-hmm. a $25,000 cost right. to the seller, right? Right. And if that seller, did, did he really open up a more buyer pool by go- dropping it that twenty five, not usually, that twenty five thousand dollars no is not going to impact that buyer that much. So if you take that money and you apply it towards buying down the rate, now I can entice the buyer, not entice, but help help look the at that payment, saying, yep. "Oh, it's not three thousand; it's twenty four hundred." Everybody cares about payment. Well, they should. More than they do about rate most of the time. They should. So mm-hmm. that's that's where we're at. So one of the things, Vicki, that we do on the Carol Reese team is, is we align with experts in other fields so that we can bring a service to, to our listeners, home sellers and, and home buyers. So if you're a home seller, you're thinking, why should I do this? Well, here's why you should do it. Why should you do it, Vicki? Because it's going to open up your home to that many more home buyers. Affordability, Ramon, is huge. Absolutely. And you've got to make the, this affordable so that buyer then will come in and make the offer. And let's finish that two one buy down okay. point for a yep. minute, if you would, if I may. So you get the two one buy down. So I, I, I buy the house, 5% rate for the first 12 months. And let's say rates drop next year, and we'll talk okay. about that later. But let's say rates drop next year. Well, the buyer didn't pay for that two and buy down. So if rates drop to six or even five and a half, you refinance to freeze five and a half. There you go. For a time being, because yep. we're going to divorce five and a half as soon as I can. Yeah, that's two. right. If they, but, yes. But I'll never get to six or seven. Right. That's right. Right. So, you know, the other thing, too, that is so interesting is when you actually look at Maricopa County, 
most most people stay in their home three to five years. It's not a thirty year. Excellent y- point. You will say this is my forever. I, I love everybody it when, who says forever home never is. I love <laughs> the twenty three year old, twenty four year old couple that just got married and say this is our forever home. No, it's not. The first when you have that first child, second child, or you get two or three dogs, you're you're gonna change. You're gonna change that home. So again, interest rates. You know, don't look at it as thirty year rate. Don't look at it like that. No, because we're not staying in these houses 30 years. I think the U.S. average to keeping a mortgage, I don't know if they move or not, but keeping a mortgage is less than four years. There you in go. the U.S. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a crazy stat. That's a crazy stat. So but there they're is divorcing that. They're divorcing there their There you rate. go. And, and they're going to a, to that lesser rate. So then, Ramon, what else is going out there, going on out there in your world? Um I, I know that your world's got to be as crazy as our world today. Yeah, as, I know, as if you've heard, we've all heard in the news, you know, there's certain banks that have started to close. Oh, right. Gosh, you know, yes. yeah. lot, lots of layoffs going around. You know, we were very fortunate when the pandemic hit and after that, that the mortgage industry was just booming. Real estate was booming. So rates were really low. So everybody was refinancing. So all banks were really busy. While that's changed with rates going up, Markets tightening up, so all that buildup of employment and all that stuff has to be diverted somewhere else now. Now, that's the doom and gloom. Let's talk about the positive. Yes, let's do. So, from what we're hearing, again, no crystal ball, no promises, no, no, no. quoting on this, but we're anticipating people in New York and the Feds anticipating that the rates will start coming down. Q1, end of Q1, Q2 next year. Oh, that's good news. It is good news mm-hmm. because, again, we're probably mm-hmm. going to settle in the fours. That's what mm-hmm. we're hearing. Mm-hmm. And, again, that's a more that's very reasonable affordable. rate. Mm-hmm. Yes, more mm-hmm. very affordable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Hey, you have been listening to the Carol Reese Real Estate Show. Vicki and I are here with you every single weekend. And uh, today we are talking to one of the best lenders in Maricopa County with AmeriFirst, Mr. Ramon with AmeriFirst Financial. You know, uh, one of the things about AmeriFirst is, is you guys are right there. You are industry leaders, so you're watching that market. Absolutely. He, our, our owner just came back from New York talking to, again, people that are close knit to what's going on in the real estate market. And he's very innovative. He comes up with loan programs right. to help realtors. He's really a big pusher of how to help the real estate community do their jobs. Very know. good. And Vicki, we, we are impacted and our home sellers and our home buyers are impacted by interest rates. They are, definitely. I mean, that's the whole reason why the inventory is growing out there and why sales are down. We're still seeing sales happening and Josh and I will break that down coming up in the show. But it's just how interest rates have definitely impacted and slowed the real estate market. They, they absolutely have. So if you're a home seller and you're thinking, okay, we really do need to get our home on the market. We need to move. We want to be co- closer to the grandkids. We need to get out of a two-story and into a single story. Uh, we're going to have a child. We need a bigger house. Whatever your reason, and there are many, many reasons, Vicki, for home sellers that, that want to move, that need to new- move. I encourage you to pick up the phone and call me, Carol Royce, 480 776 Two, three, one. Because one of the things, Vicky, at the Carol Race team is we have options. 
We absolutely do have options. We don't put you into one box. No. We have different program systems um, that we'll break down and share with you. We want to help you achieve your goals. We it's do. about what's important to you and your family at the Carol Royce team. And and we want we we want to sit down with you and we want to find out what your goals are and we really will work side by side with you and get it done. And then we come alongside great companies like AmeriFirst and Ramon and together we can come up with a plan, we can come up with something that's going to facilitate you in getting your home sold. And then if you're buying, uh, we can certainly help you there too. Right, Ramon? Absolutely. And it, you know, it's a great time to be a first time home buyer. There's down payment assistance still available. So call Carol and we can help as many people as we can. I love that down payment assistance. You have been listening to the Carol Race Real Estate Show. We're here with you every single af- Sunday afternoon, Vicki. You can reach out and give us a call direct at 480-776-5231 or you can go to carolhasthebuyers.com. We're going to be right back after this short break, breaking down what's going on in that under a million real estate market. Welcome back. We are here with you on the Carol Rice Real Estate Show, and I'm in studio today with Josh Collum, and I'm Vicki Middlebrook, and Carol's here too, but she just stepped away for a brief moment. So yeah, you're going to have us too. Um, hey, Vicki, if you don't mind, I've got some awesome houses that I'd love to talk about. Yeah, let's go ahead and talk about these homes. So are these homes that we're selling at the Carol Rice team? That they are. Okay. <laughs> My first one, it's right in the Paradise Valley Mall area. This one is on 4423 East Nisbet Road in Phoenix, Arizona. It's a five-bedroom, three-bath, 3,400 square feet. What I love about it is it's one of those rare, it's single-family residence, but one of those tri-level um, homes, so it's got kind of a basement as well. That's great. The kitchen is massive with a huge island, a wolf gas stove. Um, the home itself is a sparkling pool. Um, but what I love the most is that this neighborhood doesn't have an HOA, even though it feels like it does. It's well-maintained. So it's a great family home out there. What are the crossroads? Uh, the crossroads are Greenway and Tatum. Okay, that's an awesome location. Yeah, it's it's really nice. There's tons of restaurants and things to do over there. Um, we're listed on that one at 885, so it's a great home. Another one that we have, this one's in Sun City West. So if you are looking for kind of that adult 55 community, uh, this one's perfect. Lifestyle community. Yes. <laughs> this one's on 15703 West Heritage Drive. Um, it is a corner lot, well-maintained with a den, um, and it has its own own solar. So in that case, your utilities are pretty low every month. And the, it's owned outright, the solar. Outright, exactly. So there's no lease or anything on that. So you're just going to buy a home that's going to give you instant savings mm-hmm. on your electricity. Exactly. And the sellers on that one have done some of the larger repair items, the roof, the AC, the windows have all been done in the past couple of years. So it's pretty move-in ready. That's awesome. And what's that priced at? That one's at four fifty. Okay. And how many bedrooms and bathrooms? Two bedroom, two bath plus den. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. So we have some amazing homes at the Carroway's team, and we just wanted to share a few of them with you today on the air. And you know, Josh, we've been talking a lot about what's going on in the market. Everybody talks about they hear about how the market's been shifting a bit. Mm -hmm. Interest rates have been rising. The feds keep raising the interest rates. However, we're still seeing people out there buying and selling homes. 
Yeah, I mean, life happens. People need to move, whether they're upsizing, downsizing, right-sizing. Maybe they want to get into a different school district. Maybe there's a job transfer. So we are still seeing sales out there. Um, I can kind of go into that in this week's uh, our Under a Million report. Yeah, I'm going to let you go ahead and share with our listeners what's going on in that under a million market. And are these single family detached homes? That they are. Okay, so go ahead and dive into this week's report, John. Yeah, so all numbers are compiled by the Arizona Regional Multiple List Service, servicing Maricopa and Pinal counties. Currently, there's 13,707 homes for sale. The average price for these homes is 548000 with the average days on market being 59 Wow. Yeah. Under contract, this means the sellers have accepted offers. There's 5,035 homes currently under contract. The average price for these homes is 506000 with average days on market, 51 So you see there's quite a few homes that are under contract. Mm-hmm. So we're in that over 5,000 range number just for the under a million. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people think the market has drastically crashed when it hasn't. Sales are down compared to, you know, the past two years, but seeing 5,000 homes still under contract, that's a good number still. Yeah. And when we take a look at how many active homes did you say are single family? There's 13,707. So when we see the inventory has definitely gone up, it's definitely rised. I would say our sales are a little down from Mm -hmm. where they were, but we're still seeing sales out there. So what that just relates is it's going to take longer, a little longer to get homes sold. Mm -hmm. And what we talked about earlier in the show is, you know, you might have to be aggressive with how you offer um, some terms to the buyer, whether you're helping the buyer as a seller buy down their interest rate or paying some closing costs. But we're still seeing the sellers win because of all the equity that has been gained over the last couple of years in these homes across the valley. Definitely. A lot of our sellers have been in huge favorable positions where they've just had tremendous equity you know, gains. And one thing that I know that I always put into perspective is a lot of the equity these sellers have made. I mean, I couldn't have even made that in a year with my my career. I think a lot of people couldn't have put that aside. So it's been a really fortunate or fortuitous market that we've been in. Um, as far as the closed homes, let me get into that really quick. Um, this means that the buyers now have keys. Since last week's show, there's been 1,357 homes that have closed escrow. Single family detached? Yep, single family detached. The uh, average price for these homes was 530 or 503K, and the uh, days on market at 48. Okay, so we're still seeing some, some good numbers out there. Mm-hmm. But from the list price to where they're actually average selling point, there's quite a bit difference there. There is. I mean, we noticed that even the days on market on the average list is higher. So I think a lot of the homes that have closed escrow have gone through some negotiations. Um, Those have been a little more um, motivated sellers in some cases. Right. Um, Maybe some of the existing inventory is, you know, overpriced and above the market. So there's a couple things that could be factoring in as to why. Um, we noticed that the days on market go down and the average price is up on the list side versus the sold side. That's right. Like, for instance, people might have had their home on the market um, still on the market from maybe what May or June, Josh, mm-hmm. when the market really started kind of transitioning. And maybe they were still expecting those March or April or February price points where yeah. things are. And some of those sellers have come down now seeing that that's not where the market is today. No, um, the market has definitely changed. And I think seller expectation kind of has shifted a little from, you know, them wanting the high of the market to being a little more pragmatic 
problematic with where the buyers are. Ultimately, buyers have been a little stretched by these interest rates. Houses have become a little more less affordable for them in many cases. Um, there are ways to compete that interest rate, and we know how to do that with some great lending um, partners. But um, yeah, it's just different. It's a different market than what we were in the past two years. Correct. But still, you know, um, in talking with our listeners and meeting with you, coming out to your homes, talking to you about how we can get your home sold and, you know, help you achieve your goals with the next house. What we're finding is the feedback is coming going, you know, I thought I missed the market, but after the Curie's team has come into our home, you've sat us down, you've talked over with us about what we can get out of the sale of the home, a range, and then we kind of take a look at what we're going to go buy for the next home, we're actually seeing that it's even because Mm -hmm. in the previous market, we would have sold our house. We may not have been able to have found a house. Maybe we went in temporary housing and then we hoped and prayed that we could get a house. But while every month those homes were being bid up, Mm -hmm. now we're finding that sellers that are selling a home and going and buying a home actually feel like they can take a breath. They can find a home. They can get some negotiating and they're not under the pressure that they were, say, just back in February, March and April. That's what I was going to say. I mean, just from a negotiation standpoint, you know, uh, the buyers of these homes now have a little more option there, whereas they didn't before. In fact, they were waiving inspections, appraisals, and all sorts of crazy things. So if anything, the market does feel more balanced uh, when you are doing a, a sell and then a buy. And most sellers, like you said, are walking away very happy there. Right. And we at the Carol Race team are still offering um, where we have some cash offer mm-hmm. buyers out there. So we have different ways. We don't put our sellers into one box. So when we meet with you, we can talk about all the different options of getting your home sold um, in this current market. But Josh, I want to share with our listeners about some homes that we have on the market at the Carroy's team. And this is an amazing home at 5747 South Park Crest Street in Gilbert. It's on the market for 775000 This home is right next to the new regional park, kind of in that South Gilbert area. Mm-hmm. But the house sits over at Greenfield and Ocotillo. But what I love about it, it's four bedrooms plus a den plus a secondary family room or game room or whatever you want to use the flex space large area upstairs for in the backyard they have an awesome heated swimming pool and spa and then they have the rock waterfall slide with the grotto um it's just an amazing home with all the types of upgrades that you would want a three-car garage sits on an awesome lot. So if you're looking for a home over in that Gilbert area, reach out to the Carol Race team today at 480-776-5231. It's an entertainer's delight home. Yeah, that one's gorgeous. It is. And then we have another home over in the Encantera area um, subdivision on Verde Boulevard. And that home's listed for sale at 900000 And that house sits on a great interior lot it does have golf available tennis pickleball bocce ball four pools one's indoor spa dining you can join all kinds of fun clubs in that lifestyle community it's all ages it's a guard gated community attention to detail with the upgrades in the kitchen and all of the amenities inside the home so at the end of the day this is a beautiful home in the Incantera. 
It is, and we've talked about Encantera before. That's a great lifestyle community. Um, I know that if I were in that age bracket, I'd want to live there. Well, I do think that Encantera, Josh, does all age groups, so I think you could live there. <laughs> that I could. Right. <laughs> it's an absolute awesome place to live. But yeah, we've got a lot of awesome homes on the market at the Carol Race team, so if you're thinking about buying... Reach out to us today at 480-776-5231. We'd love to give you more information or get you out to take a look at these homes. Definitely. Um, and for anyone who's just tuning in, if, you wanted, if you've missed any part of our show, you can always go to our website. That's carolhasthebuyers.com. Again, carolhasthebuyers.com. We do upload all of these um, radio shows on our podcast section, so you can always stay tuned, get the latest and greatest information, and hear us there. You know, Josh, and I do, I do have, we do have listeners that tell us that they do catch us on the podcast because they think it's important to always be updated on what's going on in our local Arizona real estate market. So, mm-hmm. Vicki, that's why we do this show, correct? That's correct. And you can also follow us on all your social media platforms because we are there and we're always doing some updates and some cool things. So, you know, we had a great show with our listeners today. We had Ramon on a few minutes ago and we got to talk about what's going on in, with the loan world. And it was just an awesome Sunday afternoon to spend with our listeners. That it was. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.